Welcome to the Shiesty Show. I'm your host, Matt, back with another episode. This is where we talk about everything and anything with everyday people, just your ordinary people, man. Gotta love it, gotta live it. We're here live and direct in the booth. Uh, back for another episode. Uh, don't want to waste nobody's time here. Let's get right into NBA tonight. We got the Lakers game two against you-know-who. It's going to be a tough one. It's that boy, light skin, Steph Curry. Um, first game. Anthony Davis played like a beast, man. Anthony Davis, where is this at? You can't be streaky in this league, man. You can't have these type of games and play like a monster and then come back and be uh, not aggressive and, and settle for jump shots. Anthony Davis is too good of a player, too big of a player uh, to be to be cast out in games like he does sometimes and fades away. Um, when he came to Los Angeles, the main goal was to hear, have him become the new star of the Lakers and let LeBron fade out. And um, for the most part, it's been all LeBron and a little bit of AD. So tonight is the night we got to see another big night from AD um, coming in with over 20 boards and 20 points last uh, outing. So we need another night, <coughs> another light, <coughs> another night like that for my boy AD. Fear the brow uh, coming down the lane and just playing hard and being aggressive. Um, that's what Laker fans want to see. Play hard and, and do that every, everything you can to win. That's what the Lakers like to see, and um, that's what I've been seeing from AD the last game. Um, it's It's been flashes during the, the previous round against Memphis. There was flashes, but uh, last night or the night before um, in game one, he, he really went to work and, and did his best work, man. And um, that's what the Lakers are going to need if they're going to get far in these in – these, uh, NBA playoffs, LeBron is slowly starting to fade. You know, Father Time is undefeated. So he's starting to fade. It's time for AD to take over and, and show people he's the new face of L.A. He's 29 years old in the prime of his career. You know, give him another four or five years in his prime. Um, so this is, his, this, this, this is his team right now, man. It's time to shine. So let's hope AD pulls this victory out for the Los Angeles Lakers against the Golden State Warriors tonight. Uh, game two, so we'll see what happens there. Um, that's gonna be a good series, though, man. That's two two of the top teams in the West. We'll see what they bring to the table. Another good, uh, big win in NBA basketball was the Knicks taking game one, man. Um, look look good, man. I always said this: if the Knicks are doing good in basketball, basketball is winning. No matter what anybody says, New York is the biggest market in sports. If New York is winning. More people are going to watch. That's just a fact. When the Los Angeles Lakers are in the finals, more people watch. When the Celtics are in the finals, more people watch. If you're a big market team, <clears throat> you just draw more attention to yourself. And um, the Knicks have been trash since the 90s uh, when they had Patrick Ewan and John Starks and those great teams, Allen Houston, those, you know, early 2000, late 90s teams. But, um, you know... <clears throat> The thing is, is like, you know, sorry about the add a phone call coming in, but it's podcast time. So, but anyways, uh, those are big market teams and big market teams are going to always have the advantage. That's why people like Damian Lillard want to leave Portland because you can't bring in those names to small market teams. They don't want to play there. So we're going we're gonna to see what happens here with the Celtics and um, Philly. You know, Celtics come back in game two strong, 121-87. Finish the game, you know, come in like the powerhouse that everybody knows they can be. 
because I think I have a lot of people have the Celtics coming out of the East, at least them in Miami. Those look like the two teams headed <clears throat> to the Eastern Conference Finals. So um, Celtics looking strong, but don't count out Embiid. Don't count out James Harden uh, looking like his younger self in these in these uh, playoff games so far. So let's see let's see what can happen here. Um, I got the Celtics winning this one, the series, but I do see the series going seven games. But I think Celtics, they got the experience, and um, a lot of those guys, man, they they've been so close. A lot of them before they leave, like Al Horford, and a lot of those players, I know they won a championship. So uh, they're gonna play hard, and I think they'll come out in this in this series here. But it's gonna be a tough one, man. <clears throat> Definitely gonna be a tough one for the NBA. Uh, so we'll see. Um, NFL news. Let's get to some NFL news. Draft day just passed. Uh, let's give the Raiders a grade. If I could give the Raiders a grade right here, right off the bat, uh, I'll give my I'll give my Raiders a solid B. They went and got <clears throat> one of the best pass rushers in the draft. What anyone says, he got you know uh, an injury coming in here, but you know obviously if the Raider trainers say he's good to go, uh, I'm going to trust it, and um, I think that was a great pickup to pair him with Max Crosby. And now you let Chandler you let Chandler Jones be the X factor on the defensive line. Uh, let those young bulls, let them young bulls get all the snaps, <clears throat> and you bring in Chandler as a as a uh, you know as the slot guy come in here and there and um, impact the game and what he can do. So you know we've seen with the glimpses of it. It just he wasn't too consistent. But I really like to pick up them three together. That's a solid defensive line, man. Uh, no matter what anyone says, that's a solid defense line. I can't be mad at that pick. Um, <clears throat> Raiders going for a quarterback in the fourth round. Wasn't mad that mad at that either. Uh, of put it put it like this: If Jimmy Garoppolo goes out there and doesn't win, uh, and we and and we go one and five, one and six, you better believe they're going to talk about throwing that boy in. So let's hope that uh, he he's going to come in and do good because Jimmy Garoppolo has history of being inconsistent that's why he wasn't the man in san francisco so if he comes here and the season starts off terrible worse than they probably would with Derek carr you better believe they're gonna look to the rookie so um let's hope that that rookie can come out and, and really improve and do something good for us because um jimmy jimmy's gonna have a great offense so i don't want to hear no more excuses the one thing that oakland didn't go for that i was hoping is you can never go wrong we're taking the offense alignment, you know, you can never have enough. Depth is great to be <clears throat> to be had at offensive line position. So um was a little disappointed that they didn't go <clears throat> draft a, a, a lineman high in the draft, but I think they have faith in the guys they have. Um Andre James is good. Colton Miller, probably pro ball guy, you can say, got snubbed. Um, over these last couple of years, he's been one of the best tackles. You don't hear much about him. That's good news as a lineman. You don't want to hear your name called. So, um, you know, we got we got some studs there, but we'll see. We see we'll see how they can protect Jimmy G and uh, provide time to get op- uh, to these weapons that are going to be open, like Adams and uh, Jacoby Myers, and and still got Renfro and. Jacobs is so far he's still on the team let's hope they get that deal done Josh McDaniels don't be an idiot pay the man he doesn't want the franchise tag he wants to be paid because he's in the prime of his life you wait one more year uh one year is three years as a running back in this league uh taking a beating like Jacobs has and he still produces high numbers so 
don't let this guy walk away, man. As a Raider fan, I'll be really disappointed if they go ahead and let my boy Josh Jacobs leave the building. I hope that does not happen. So as far as the whole Raiders draft, I give it a solid B. Uh, I like some of the pickups. You know, definitely don't watch the whole draft. I'll be honest. I watch rounds one through three, and then the rest I get on my phone of who we picked up. And uh, from the guys that I've seen that we picked up, top guys, like I said, defense, best defense, one of the best defensive lines in this, in this draft, we got him. Uh, I'm glad the Raiders didn't move back and trade picks or do anything like that. Oh, and they actually did trade a pick, but that was later in the draft. I'm glad they kept that seven pick and didn't let Packers um, punk him into doing a stupid move and giving up three first-round picks or something crazy like that, like we saw with Denver and Russell Wilson or, you know, stuff like that. So I'm I'm glad that we stuck it out. We got someone good, and um, as long as he comes in healthy, man, we should be ready to go on that defensive line. So for the Raiders draft, I give him a solid B on, on that draft right there. Um, more, more news. We got, like I said, we got Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets. That's some big news in the NFL, man. Um, one thing I gotta say about this whole situation is this: uh, this is this is real spill right here. Check it out. I just don't like. For some reason, I stopped liking Aaron Rodgers at a certain point. Um, he came off like the guy that tries to be too cool and, and not act cocky, but really is cocky, and you get that whole persona from him about just him with the vaccine stuff and not being truthful in in the most transparent way and just things like that and then how he kind of ran well I won't say ran but he kind of had a hand in picking and getting Derek I mean Derek had a hand in picking and getting Brett Favre out of there man and you see how Brett Favre's career went right he left the Packers and went to the Jets um and and a lot of Packers fans and, and people, I'm pretty sure, in that organization were pretty upset about that, right? Thought that he would be a Packer for life and Aaron Rodgers talks and always talk like he was going to be a Packer for life and he wasn't going to act the way Brett Favre did and come back and leave and come back and leave, um, take advantage of the team, take advantage of his time on the team, um, you know, just not happy with things. And ends up getting traded to the Jets. And here we are. Aaron Rodgers does the same thing that Brett Favre did. You know, same exact thing. Played around with the Packers organization. I'm playing. I'm not playing. I'm vaccinated. I'm unvaccinated. I, I fucking take hits from the toad. I do it all. I'm Aaron Rodgers. I do what I want to do. <clears throat> the same way that Brett Favre went out that way and kind of ruined his time at the end of, with that organization organization Aaron Rodgers does the same thing and talked a lot of shit about Brett Favre on the way out whether whether he likes to admit it or not because it was his time to shine and he did he got a Super Bowl just like Brett Favre did but you know he was ready and you know he probably talked a lot of shit about it's my time he's he's past his prime get him off the team and he comes and does the same thing that Brett Favre did I just can't I can't respect that, man. Um, we'll see what he does with the Jets. This is probably one of the biggest biggest moves so far in uh, this whole offseason going on right now with the NFL. That's probably one of the bigger moves. Um, 
But we'll see what he does. Man, the Jets are a solid defense. <clears throat> they have always had a solid defense. So now that they have a solid defense and a good quarterback, we'll see what the Jets can do. They were they were in the running for a little while, but just kind of never had the guy. You know, Mike White came in and did what he could do. But uh, this is definitely an upgrade, <laughs> Hall of Famer upgrade, we'll call it. Uh, but we'll see what he can do. Just d- didn't like the route and the way he chose to leave and exit the Packers. That's it. That's all I got to say about that one. But um, that's what I got for NFL news. Baseball's back. You know what I mean, if you know what I mean. Uh, and one more thing before we get out of here, man. You know we got to talk some boxing. Canelo versus John Ryder Saturday night. I don't know who you guys got. I probably got Canelo. Should be an easy win. This is a tune-up fight uh, for Bevo. I believe Canelo's going to go after Bevo from all the uh, stories and lines I hear about everything with Bevo. Um he wants the same stimulation, same weight, 175. Uh, this is going to be the tune-up. John Ryder, never really heard of him. Probably will never hear about him again. He's out of there. Canelo uh, should be an easy night. Mexicans go happy, uh, home happy, and drink some beer. And we call it a night, you know. But um, his fight with Bevo is a good is going to be another clash, man. And I think Canelo, if he's going to get that rematch, he's coming prepared. He's coming ready. And he's not trying to lose again because if he loses again, that's a big hip impact on his career. But I honestly think if Canelo goes in there and loses again, uh, 175 is not his weight. 168, I think Canelo dominates. I even think he probably beats Bevo at 168. Bevo coming in a little bit more drained uh, than being able to walk in at 175 or, you know, at least weigh in at 175. Um, so, but this is going to be a great contest. It's going to be a great fight. And if he does not go after Bevo and this falls through, I hope that it's Benavides. I think those are the, the two big fighters in that division and, and the fight needs to be made because Canelo's running out of time as well. Father Time is is coming, man. Canelo is, what, 32, 33 years old. So <clears throat> we need to see these fights. Terrence Crawford, Earl Spence, you know, uh, Terrence Crawford getting up there in age. I believe he's 37 this year. So we just... We got to see some of these fights come to fruition and, and get these fans what they need to see. That's why I was so happy to see the Tank and Ryan fight, man. Even though it didn't turn out like I wanted to and Ryan just gave up my money. Um, it is it is what it is, but uh, it was a great contest. And they say that that was one of the highest pay-per-views they've grossed in a very long time in boxing. So hopefully this change is the trajectory of how this game is going and the politics that are played in boxing. And... Um, Hope hope that it's over with. But uh, that was another episode of the Shiesty Show. I'm your host, Matt, and we out of here. Yeah.